Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. And welcome to episode five of the new Christian podcast. I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart from uh, listening to this podcast and uh, definitely continue to listen as we uh, discuss different topics in the Bible. Um, I wanted to thank you for uh, subscribing and keeping in touch with with, uh, this podcast and myself. Uh, So let's get into this week's topic. How to Pray Effectively. You know, there's been a lot of books written about uh, effective prayer, how to pray, when to pray, what to pray for, the whole structure of prayer. Um, And some of it is uh, a little overwhelming for new Christians and even some seasoned Christians that uh, just don't know what is the nuts and bolts, what is the nitty-gritty of how to pray. Um, there's been movies put out about it. Uh, one of the most uh, current ones that I really enjoy, and I encourage you to go take a look and watch it, is a movie called War Room. Fascinating, great movie uh, written by uh, a church down south called Sherwood Baptist Church. Uh, they've made movies like Fireproof and Courageous and other really great blockbuster movies. Uh, But that movie is War Room, and it's a great movie about prayer. Uh, So let's kind of dive into this topic. Uh, You know, I don't mean to be flippant when I say, you know, prayer is an amazing privilege. Through the words that are like the, the scripture, we have an open invitation from God of our universe. Uh, Jeremiah says this, uh, call to me and I will answer you. Jeremiah 33, 3, God is talking to him. And then in Jeremiah 29, 12, God says again, you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You see, God wants to hear from his children. Through the pages of our Bible, we see examples of men who prayed. Uh, Even Jesus, the Son of God, prayed. So I know I should too, and so should you. But I find it kind of challenging sometimes, don't you? I suspect that I'm probably not alone in this. You see, many Christians struggle with knowing how to pray. There's a lot of different good books out there, and there's so many of them that there's too much to mention here. But if you contact me through uh, my ministry and my other uh, social media platforms, I can definitely recommend a few. So let's dive into some of this. You know, why do we struggle how to pray? Maybe we're really over-spiritualizing it. Uh, We think uh, 
we have to pray long and eloquent, wordy prayers uh, for, for it to work, right? Uh, we measure ourselves with spirit, spiritual giants like Billy Graham, Mother Teresa, and we feel unqualified and unworthy to pray to God. You see, sometimes we separate prayer from the rest of our lives. We look at, look at it as something we do at prayer meetings or during our quiet time, or when somebody asks us to pray for somebody who's sick or injured, or or, uh, just somebody that's uh, going through something, they ask us to pray for them. But it's a lot more than that. You see, when I read Paul's words in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, he says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. I wonder, when he says that, how do I devote myself to prayer when I have a regular life with a job and with kids sometimes, uh, in, in some people's case? Uh, I forget that Paul was surely talking about a heartfelt attitude, not a never-ending prayer meeting or devotional time. Devoted prayer is a heart-tenderizing that turns to God at each turn of our day. So he's really telling us that we should continue to pray about everything and about anything. God is always present and listening. Tip number one, pray simply. We might think that we have to pray passionate, uh, persuasive words for God to hear us. But in reality, He listens even to our shortest SOS prayers when we just simply need God to be present. The fewer words, the better the prayer, said Martin Luther. Isn't that reassuring? We don't have to pray long. God delights in a simple word of praise, like, Lord, I love you. He treasures the anxious and incredible prayers of a mother when she calls calls to him, heal my child. He answers the simplest request, Lord, give me strength for today. Tip number two, read the Bible and pray over the verses. This is key. When we have our daily quiet time with God or when we're thinking of a passage or a scripture or somebody reminds us of something in the Bible, pray over that verse. What does God want me to know when I read that verse? What is he trying to say to me? And how do I say back to him? So have you ever had a one-sided conversation with somebody? who talked continually without listening to you? The conversation didn't go very far, did it? We do the same thing with God when we pray without reading the Bible. His eternal letter of love and wisdom to each one of us on the earth. Reading scripture helps us to get to know God. It brings life to our prayers. If you want to have 
a more effective conversation with God, read scripture. Let David's words in the Psalms enlighten you and enlighten your prayers. Stop in the Gospels to pray over the verses that strike you uh, to your heart. Ask God to work that truth into your heart. Let the words of Paul's letters give you specific prayer requests for yourself and for people you love. Tip number three, make prayer active and multi-sensory. What do I mean by this? Prayer grows dull when we turn, turn it into a purely a mental exercise. You see, God made us creative beings. So why don't we bring creativity to our prayers, and especially our prayer lives? Lighting a fragrant candle can send a signal to our brain. It's time to pray. It can bring sacred senses of awe to a few minutes of prayer. Listening to music can help us focus on God. Many people enjoy uh, doodling or drawing or painting while they pray. Uh, it really doesn't matter. But when I say multi-sensory, maybe uh, uh, you don't you're the type of person that doesn't like really, really quiet places. Play some soft music. Play some inspirational music, some Christian music, or music that you enjoy as you pray to God. Uh, read his scriptures. Uh, use different ways to heighten your senses as you pray to God. And then in that still, small voice, he'll hear you and you'll hear him. You know, a lot of people are plagued with ADHD, this hyperactivity uh, in their brain, their folk, and it focuses, focuses on prayer by keeping a prayer journal. I have kept a prayer journal of all of my Christian life. I jot down prayers. I jot down when God answers prayers, when I'm in my quiet time and I read scripture. I jot down what God's trying to tell me as I read and what I'm going to tell him back as I uh, uh, reflect on what I'm reading. Uh, It's a wonderful way to stop and pray. So we stop to pray for each petition after jotting it down. Occasionally, you know, I'll write write out long prayers like a letter. Uh, a prayer journal uh, builds faith when you look back over your prayer petitions to God and recall how God answered those prayers. Years later, after God has maybe spent some time over many years, and finally has answered a prayer that I prayed five, six years ago. Remember, you don't have to sit quietly to pray. Just like I mentioned before, my best prayer time happens out of just being alone or walking a trail or uh, listening to music as I drive. Uh, Praying aloud also helps make me, and probably you, keep my mind engaged. But I save that for my prayer time at home most often as I pray out loud. Tip number four, make prayer an 
integral part of your day. This verse, uh, for a while, had baffled me. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give things in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 and 17. It is really possible, is it really possible to pray without ceasing, without stopping? How about trying an experiment? Start and end your day with prayer. Lift up a short prayer to God as often as you can throughout your day. Pray over your schedule for that day. Ask God to help you with your to-do list. When you hear a troubling news report, lift that situation up to God. Say a prayer for your spouse or your children or your grandchildren as you give him or her a hug. Pray for the person you're talking to. A friend of of mine uh, gives thanks whenever they uh, stop at a red light. I've heard that before. Uh, while they're driving. Uh, Look for prayer moments that work for your life. And number five, tip number five, pray expectantly. This is a key. Prayer becomes a lifeless exercise when we're not looking for answers. Jesus invites us to Expect God to work. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 tells us. How much more exciting prayer becomes when we keep our eyes open to watch for God's answers. Sometimes, you know, I wonder how many answers we miss because we don't really expect God to respond. Remember Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Devote yourself to prayer being watchful and thankful. How about getting started today? Don't get discouraged if you get distracted like I, you know, like I always do. Don't get back. Just get back on track. Pray and watch for God's answers so you can thank him. He might answer differently than you expect, but his answers will always be better than what you had in mind. So that's really my five quick tips on on how to pray effectively. Uh, And I know there's much more uh, to it than that. Uh, I just wanted to give you a quick uh, overview of, uh, of my thoughts on prayer. Uh, and uh, there's many different uh, Google searches. Uh, some of these uh, how to pray effectively uh, came from a website called crosswalks.com. Uh, you can find a lot of information on there, Christian information, that's good. Uh, Just when you pray, expect God to answer. Really know that he is listening 
every single moment, every single second of the day of your walk with him. He loves to answer the questions of his children. He loves to be to guide his children. He loves to hear from his children. Genesis chapter 1 when he talks when he walks in the garden with Adam and Eve spending the heat of the day with them. He just loves to talk to his children. Won't you pray with him today? While I'm here with you now, why don't we pray? Why don't we pray to God uh, that he'll hear us, that he'll answer us, that uh, he'll continue to guide us. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for being a God who is present in our lives. I ask you now, uh, at the sound of my voice and those listening to this podcast, as they pray to you, guide their hearts and their minds so that they may hear your voice in every prayer. Help them to come up with the words to guide their hearts and minds each day. I pray that you will open their eyes and their ears to hear your voice of guidance and love and mercy and grace. And I ask that you continue to be with them as they learn how to effectively talk to your, your, our Lord. I thank you in advance for the blessings and the answered prayers that you will give each and every one of us as we pray to a God who loves us. We thank you and we give you all the praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. And I look forward to hearing from you and this next week's episode. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C., my YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.